0: So you didn't get fired yet.
1: No. <laughs> well, I mean you're know, when you're 15 minutes late, that's 15 minutes late. I can understand that.
0: Well, yeah. No. You know, but some people aren't as understanding, you know.
1: Well, I mean if your appointment. Minutes is 50, yeah. You know. But we close at five o'clock and your appointments for four thirty for a half hour.
0: So Was well, that what they give them thirty minute leeway?
1: Well no, it's like your appointments for 30 minutes if you're a new patient. So his appointment oh. was at 4.30, 30, so it's already 4 45. No. So it would close at five. So
0: now what happens if the doctor goes over five o'clock?
1: Uh well no, that's if a patient's already there. So that's oh, fine. okay, I got mm-hmm. you. Yeah so
0: they're not gonna throw them out in the middle of like an exam. No, no uh-uh. Oh, okay. Well that's good.
1: No, nah, all
0: right. Well listen, pastors here. Yeah, before hey, seven settling- <laughs>
1: quit yeah, doing that he fine. he I'm he needs a serious lecture after the show <laughs> Thank
2: you.
0: good to be here mm-hmm. good he, to be here he, wish
2: i had hair exactly, <laughs>
0: <right>? <laughs> exactly now well i got plenty for all of us yeah i just got my cut yeah i love it i love having shorter hair uh Millie, you ready to do this let's do it let's go It's four o'clock in Los Angeles, it's six o'clock in Chicago, and it's 7 p.m. in New York City. Hello, everybody. I'm Mad Dog Scipio, joined as I am each and every week by the mouth of the South herself, Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman. How are you, Amelia? Thank good. How are you? I'm wonderful. This is What's the Buzz tonight? Part two of a very special series that we've done on brainwashing. And with us yet for part two mm-hmm. is the pastor. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to tell you what, the pastor was actually surprised me today because mm-hmm. he came in before seven o'clock.
1: Oh, be nice.
0: <laughs> 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 Look, See? Absolutely. <laughs> I've known him for 35 years, okay? I have the right. I earned the right. You got that right. You know? <laughs> You tell him that's true, yeah. No, we we're talking <laughs> last night after we went off the air. Long God, his long. man, his his grandmother, God bless her. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> she earned her heavenly reward. That was man, just dealing with you got her. Right oh uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> true. But let's tell everybody what we're doing, meal Um, yeah. tell everybody what's going on. What are we doing tonight?
1: We're talking about brainwash part two,
0: yeah. <laughs> We got into a a pretty heavy discussion last night. Absolutely. Good discussion. And we had um, some interesting viewpoints on what constitutes brainwashing. We're going to hear a little bit more about that tonight. And we're going to go over some stuff that we talked about last night. But it's interesting that if as many people as you talk to, Mm -hmm. and this is very interesting, Pastor. Mm -hmm. I want to have you comment on it. As many people as you talk to, there are that many opinions on what constitutes brainwashing. The one thing I didn't ask you last night, and I purposely didn't ask you, mm-hmm. is I'm going to ask you tonight, right now, because this is going to set the tone for the show. What, if anything, does the Bible scripture say about brainwashing and do we know if there were any what we could call in today's terms brainwashing in the Bible by um, certain characters well I mean Judas Iscariot would be a great one as far as that goes I was hoping that you would go there I was hoping you would go there (laughs) I wanted to ask you Here's the question, because it's funny that you mentioned Judas, because I was thinking about this, and we're actually going to do a whole show on this. How about that? Because I think Judas was framed. I think Judas did not betray Jesus. I think he was set up. I think he was brainwashed to believe. That's right. He was
2: offered the money, and then at the very end, he said, I don't want the money, and then he went ahead and killed himself.
0: Yeah, because of guilt. Right. He felt guilty. Right. Because he was Jesus's beloved.
2: They were buddies. Well, John, yeah, but I know they were buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh Jesus did say though, one of you will betray me. And Judas was the first one saying, Surely not I, Lord. Mm. And he was the first one that spoke yeah. up quickly. Mm-hmm.
0: That's why you should be very wary of the first one that opens his mouth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they were throwing some money it's true. at him. Mm-hmm. He dimed out Jesus. But then at the very last minute, he said. He came to his senses and said, wait a minute, hold
0: on. How can we apply that today? Watch this. Watch this. His name is Joe Biden. Correct. He's the Judas Iscariot of today. Oh, yes, he is. Because when everybody said, Mr. President, did you do this? Did you do this? Blah, blah, blah. He said, surely not I. Yeah, those are truly his words. Uh Yeah. I recordings. didn't do it. My son didn't do it. Both of you liars. Okay, um, the they both, the both betrayed. They betrayed the country. But in so doing, treasonous. And I believe this. Listen to this one. You're tying in the brainwashing. Okay, watch this. How my twisted mind works. I believe, and I truly believe this. I believe that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden honestly believe in their minds that they're innocent. I believe that they've brainwashed themselves into believing that they're innocent. Well, if you believe, you know, that's what lies do. If you believe your own bullshit. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: If you can. If you...
2: Truth, but not the
0: truth. Exactly. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. But don't forget mm-hmm. something, too. He's been doing this. Joe Biden has been doing this for so many decades. Oh, right. He's been in public service. The man is almost 80 years old. He's been in public service for 60, how old? 62, mm-hmm. 63 years. It's time in, for him in public to service. Retire. Yeah, so right out of high school. Mm-hmm. Right out of high school. Mm-hmm. You understand what we're talking about, kids? He was 18 when he joined the service. He's never had a job in his life. The Only job he ever had in his life was mm-hmm. working for the United States government in the service, in the military, and then as a congressional aide, then mm-hmm. a congressman, then a senator, vice president. And now he's, God forbid, but he's, he's the president mm-hmm. now. Yeah, it almost it, seems
2: impossible. And,
0: you know, it, well, it yeah. is. I mean, I don't. Well, it's only. No. It's, right. it's only proof that if you hang around the shit pile long enough, you're yep. going to start to stink like the rest of the trash. Ain't that the right. truth? Yes, but, exactly. Go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's
1: like you, you were saying, you know, you're going to start believing everything he's going to say. He's going to believe it himself. He's going to expect you to believe, and he's going to have somebody else as a scapegoat. And that
0: there in Amelia Pitbull Chapman is how brainwashing works. And we're going to talk about the psychology of brainwashing. Let's, again, I want to read, kind of refocus what we did last night for those who weren't here. Brainwashing. The term brainwashing. Where do you think it came from, milia I told you last night, let's see if you remember this one. Where it came did it come from? Night.
1: Oh let's see. I'm trying to think but I can't remember right now. I had so much I know.
0: She worked for <laughs> doctors, folks, so Mm -hmm. That's why her her eggs are scrambled.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: exactly And I knew that you kind of had a long day. Here's here's Mm -hmm. what we got. Brainwashing was a term that first came to our lexicon Mm -hmm. in the 1950s. And it was uh, first reported upon by a journalist Mm -hmm. named Edward Hunter. Mm -hmm. Edward Hunter was doing stories on... uh, uh, Americans held captive in China and Korea mm-hmm. back in the uh, the war back then, the Korean War. And he was observing brainwashing techniques as used by you know the, the Chinese and Koreans at the time. And what he noticed was that they took their knowledge and their criteria from the old, Egyptian right. text, the mm-hmm. book of the dead. Uh-huh. And you know, and it's by the way, that book is still around today. You could go into in any bookstore, library, you could buy the Egyptian book of the dead. Believe it or not, you can you can buy mm-hmm. a copy of it. And it's a scary thought, but that's what they uh-huh. utilize their um their implementation of brainwashing. So here's the deal on that. They use this e-book, the Egyptian Book of the Dead, um, much the same way as an abusive parent might use their kids. Mm. It was the discipline tool, okay? Just like an abusive spouse would to his husband or wife, okay? Understand that brainwashing doesn't just happen In cults or college campuses, it it happens in your own house. Yes. You understand? It Mm -hmm. happens in your own house and your own family. Yes, it does. Yeah, exactly. And here's what happens, Pastor. One of two things happens. People either succumb to the brainwashing or they flee. It's the fight or flight mode they either flee and run like hell uh, you know against the wind or they stay there and allow the abuse yeah that's why so many women that are abused by their husbands they don't call the police they don't call family for help they stay there and they, they put up with it it's the vulnerability Ex- yeah exactly they feed on that the abuser here's the um the interesting thing about that Oh, see that? The dog agrees with me, too.
1: (laughs) Sorry about that.
0: (laughs) Here's the thing. These techniques, they do not involve any superpowers. They don't involve any exotic spells. They don't even involve an understanding of human nature or psychology. Mm -hmm. What they do involve is the exploitation. That's a good word. It's true. individuals exploiting the wife exploiting the kids um how many times have you heard of you know the child was abused sexually the mm-hmm. wife was beaten to the to the point of you know she's afraid to speak anymore so she just cowers down and takes yep. it yep okay this is what we're talking about There's also
1: mental abuse too that it, well, yeah. a lot of that too
0: and here's the thing but there's always a way out In scripture, God always gives us a way out. Mm -hmm. Two, in brainwashing, there's also a way out. By understanding the techniques that I just described to you, you can understand better and more fully appreciate not only how to protect your family, but also how to protect yourself. And it's important. So now. We need to talk about this. Some of the people, um, hey, Leon's here. Um, hey, Leon. Lobotomy. Leon. You come up with some stuff. Lobotomy. I think he was
1: talking about when you were talking about the in Vietnam, the Chinese and all that. I think that's what he was talking about when you were. Yeah,
0: about. well, um, among things, we're going to talk about that too. <laughs> believe it or not, lobotomies, Leon and and listeners. Lobotomies were used to be the standard, yes, for dealing with brainwashed people. One flew over the cuckoo's nest, yeah. Jack
2: Nicholson. For those
0: of you who don't know what a lobotomy is, and I, I hasten to tell you, but you don't want any little children in the room while I say this. A lobotomy <laughs> is literally a doctor, by the way, came up with this. A lobotomy is. An ice pick. Okay? Imagine this. Imagine having this shoved up your nose. Uh, I'm not kidding. Shoved up your nose and scrambled around like this. Because that's what they do. uh, A doctor took an ice pick and jammed it up a patient's nose and scrambled their frontal lobe. I think
2: they do it from the back too, right? Was it the neck? Yeah. They do it up through here. They uh-huh. do now.
0: They do. It yeah. used to be, this used up to, to be the only yeah. way. And then it gets worse because then another doctor found a more direct way into the brain. Mm. You know what they did? <laughs> you ready for this? Imagine this, folks. Imagine seeing this coming at your eye. They used uh. to. Look I'm not even kidding. They would go like this, in the eye, and scream.
2: You can't make
0: this This horrible barbaric medicine. Barbaric medicine. That's what they practiced it, and I hate to tell you, folks, they're still doing it today. It has not gone away, but now they have different forms of lobotomy. Yeah. But understand, Leon. I, I get where you're going with that. Um it's kind of out there i agree um uh, yeah lobotomies will certainly <laughs> they'll do the job mm. but you may not care if they do the job because at that point you're, you're pretty much know. brain dead mean, that's brain horrible dead. That's, yeah you're not going to know who you are
1: yeah and then the fact too it's like you're like you're going to be like a zombie right at that point yeah
0: that's and that's the, the idea Mill. Mm. that's the that was the idea to create a race of zombies
1: like a MK ultra thing that, like they were doing exactly
0: that that's exactly you remember the show that we did on yes. MK ultra mm-hmm. because that's exactly what they did these techniques have been utilized by dark science and the government for generations mm-hmm. for, for eons you know almost back to the recorded beginning of medicine yes Which goes back probably, I don't know, five, six hundred years, maybe longer than that, maybe. I believe the Egyptians did a lot of lobotomies. They did. Mm. They sure the hell did. Uh, Pastor. Yes. When last we left off, I asked you about uh, those kind of individuals. Judas Iscariot came to mind. Sure. Um, What have we, what can we learn? First of all, what have we learned? about the Judas Iscariot case? And what can we learn about the nature of Labot? I mean, I'm sorry, but the nature of brainwashing in Christ's time. Well,
2: when you figure it, it's exploitation. Again, we're going to use that word. Mm -hmm. It's just like when you want someone to do something for you, and especially with the Democrat Party, they exploit minorities. It's really big Mm -hmm. with African-Americans, Hispanics. Mm. And a lot of the migrants, the Democrat Party, um, does the same thing. They exploit them, promising them the world. Therefore, we'll give you some money to make you feel like you're welcome. But in reality, these people really don't like, you know, yeah. other races of people. They sure. exploit them to use them
0: mm-hmm. to carry through right.
2: the whole ideology and yeah. motive. So, you're going to use brainwashing in that sense. It's just like Judas Iscariot. He was promised all this money because if he exposed Jesus of Nazareth where he was, he was promised the money. Yeah. So, the money, and that's why it's the root of all evil. Money is not evil in itself. No. But it's the root of it if you start to worship it and that's what they brainwash with yeah. as well
0: just as as a, i'm smiling folks in case you can't see this if you're watching that's great uh those listening on radio i have to tell you i'm smiling because pastor steve just reminded me of a, a, an old timey television preacher mm-hmm. named reverend ike you remember him? I know the name. Reverend Ike was a charismatic black preacher <laughs> that had a big old grease-back pompadour. I can see he that. looked like the black Elvis. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: he was. He was actually very smart and and knew how to use the prosperity gospel. Oh well. Yeah. But he said the same thing. He said. Money is not the root of all evil. The love of money. money. That's the what I meant to say. The love money. of
2: money is the root of all evil. Yeah,
0: and I want to talk about this for a second.
2: That's what I meant what, to say.
0: Yeah. What you mentioned and bringing into the, the full circle of the conversation here, mm-hmm. it comes back to Jesus. Now, we have to go there, and, and you'll have to forgive me, folks, but there were people at the time. Who thought that Jesus Himself mm-hmm. somehow had control of people's minds? How did yeah. Jesus? Well, think about this, million? Mm-hmm. Let me play devil's advocate for a minute. Okay. Okay. How did Jesus convince twelve ruffians? Twelve like let's call them, you know, rednecks. Basically, right? What they were right, you know. Back in the day, Rednecks.
1: Right, back in the day, yeah.
0: Jesus convinced these guys to follow him. I mean, they were fishermen, they were were tax collectors. Tax collectors, Mm -hmm. they were fishermen, they were carpenters, they were guys who used to Yeah. They were, you know, blue-collar guys that worked with their hands. You know, they build, you know, uh, clay huts. They built, you know, um, straw structures. They built boats. They did you know, all this stuff. Normal people. Normal <laughs> guys. And he was able to convince them and through well, them thousands who uh, who as many people as could hear his gospel. He convinced all of these people well, it was to follow him.
1: watch them work miracles basically as well.
0: That's it. The, the, the yeah.
2: miracles. You know, Exactly. there's a lot to be said for faith without works is dead.
0: James, my favorite book. Yeah, I know that. Mm-hmm.
2: That's right. You know. And, you know, you can tell anybody something deaf, dumb, and blind in the face. Mm-hmm. But when you can prove it, when you live by yeah. it, and Jesus stuck to his word and did everything that Isaiah spoke of, the fulfillment of the Messiah, yeah, which um,
0: obviously,
2: mm-hmm. well, even the Pharisees
0: example. though believed that he had some kind of spell on these people. They thought, yeah, they thought he
2: was evil, but yeah, but yet, I mean, he healed on the Sabbath. He broke all of their rules, but yet, only God mm-hmm. could fulfill the role of right. making the lame walk and the blind see. Yeah. Even to the point later on, we learned, you know, Paul before his conversion was Saul. Sure. Um, he was a murderer. He killed Christians. There's
0: something else that people don't think about, Pastor Steve. Sure. God is one who made the law. It's his law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can do what he wishes he with it. He can do what he wishes right.
1: with it. And weren't the Romans the ones that brainwashed the people to think to say that Jesus wasn't Jesus as well?
0: No, well, no, but we're gonna get into that. that. We're going to do a whole series of Mm -hmm. is Jesus who we think he is.
2: Well, the Jews are the ones that shouted crucify him. And that was horrible because they were gonna say that -hmm. I'm innocent of the blood of this man because Pilate believed that Jesus was truly who he said he was. Yeah, he said he found no fault with him. So Pilate believed, yeah, but so. But his own, as the scripture said, received him not.
0: His own received him not. In other words, they rejected him. And they're still today, still mm-hmm. rejecting it. However, however, even among the Jews, they're starting to wise up. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Jews for Jesus movement. The Messianic Jews. That yeah. were so big back in the 60s and 70s. They resurfaced recently. Yeah. So I was just going to say yeah. that to you. They're coming back. Yeah. And, and then when Vengeance. Yeah. We're going to hear from, in, in future episodes, we're going to hear from a guy, listen to this one, we're going to hear from a guy whose parents at, were both killed at um, Bergen, Belsen, and Auschwitz, okay, in yeah. Germany, okay? His parents were steadfast Jews, okay? They they fought the resistance in Germany. mm mm-hmm. okay? Died oh, at the boy. gas chamber. Oh, man. Here is a guy mm. whose mm. parents died in the gas chamber, and he is saying, I'm with Palestine. Mm. Okay? Mm. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? It tells me somebody in Jerusalem better wake the hell up. Mm. They better wake up and they better get the priorities straight. Because I got news for you, kids. This here, what's happening? We saw it coming. Jesus saw it coming. God saw it coming. And it's here now. Absolutely. Okay? It's here. Matter of days to weeks. Be and prepared. Only God can. Uh, well, that's true. And that's absolutely true what Pastor says. However, as I keep saying to people, and that you got to this is part of being older and wiser. I've lived longer, so I know a little bit more. Here's the thing. God always gives us an escape clause. Only God can pull the trigger. God is in control of everything. Everything. Do you think anyone in Israel is in control of anything? No. No no they never were no do you think anybody Mm -hmm. here is in control of anything no on your life not at all ain't happening no only god almighty is in control of everything and he Mm -hmm. can choose if and when and where to pull the trigger Mm -hmm. or wave his hand and make it all better amen okay that's the mighty majesty and the mystery of God. Amen. We will ne- and I don't care how long I live to be. I will never, I'll tell you straight up, I will never understand God's mystery. I will never understand God's mindset. I look around and I say, "How come not me, Lord? You know, you that that asshole has tons of money, you allowed him mm-hmm. to have tons of money.
2: Yeah, it makes you wonder. And me, I'm yeah.
0: struggling, but everybody like us is struggling. Well, think of Luke, why is that?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Think about the, the parable, the rich man and the poor man. There that. you go. Uh-huh. It's easier,
0: it's easier and I was just going to quote that. Go for <laughs> it. <laughs> it's easier for a rich man. I right, hold on. It's easier for a rich man to, um. Go through, the, go through the eye of the... Uh, of no, no. A it's easier for a poor, poor man
2: yeah. to
0: go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get in heaven. Something to that effect.
2: Yeah, that's right. Am yeah. I right? That's right.
0: Um, I, I think that's what it was. That's it, exactly was it, right. Is, is that the, yeah. the quote? Okay. Mm-hmm. I always doubt myself with this kind of <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to. not because, um again... Not the root, but the love of money is the root of all evil. Yes. So if you're born rich, but you have a charitable heart, I mean, you remember Jesus was God, and yet he was the poorest of the mm-hmm. poor. Oh, yes. Born in a manger. But actually, we call it a manger, but in fact, it was a cave that he was actually yeah, born in. exactly. It was exactly. carved out. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was mm-hmm. farm animals in the midst of a place where mm-hmm. he was around yeah. dung, yeah. And I think of this. I have a small country church. Mm-hmm. And you have a huge cathedral. Oh, don't put your feet on our pews or don't you bring a drink and you're gonna ruin our beautiful place. And yet God himself had to be born in a barn, mm-hmm. a stoned, a carved out barn.
1: Oh
0: yes.
2: Animals yeah. that welcomed him, then the hearts of the
0: people. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm glad God don't hold that against me because Bible study Wednesday nights, I'm barefoot. And my feet are up on pew. Amen. <laughs> it's you
2: know, true. Yeah. People
0: think that they, and I had
2: an issue with somebody who's a very wealthy man yeah. in one of the churches I work for. Yeah. He tries to buy his way into positions and he attacked me. That,
0: you know what they call that? Buying indulgence. That's mm-hmm. what he is. He's trying to buy favor. And he
2: looks mm-hmm. down at me and, like, because of my political views and because I'm amongst the low. Mm-hmm. The low yeah. I could have went into a bigger parish. Well, the, I chose, I wanted to be, I was Jesus just bellicrous. hung
0: around with prostitutes and he was yeah. thieves and, and the, the scruff. And mm-hmm. see, that's who he came. He said, What did he say? I came not for the just, but for the unjust. Okay? I came for the lowliest of my brethren. Right. Because the rich have no need of him. No. It's the poor that have the need of him. That's who he came to you know, worship minister money. to. Yeah, they worship their money. They don't need no. God. No. They have their God. They so, have no. their pound of silver. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, for a commercial break, by the way, we're a little bit.
0: Uh, past. By the way, you're slipping over there, Pitbull.
1: You were talking, I didn't want to interrupt.
0: Since when? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, sure don't want to interrupt so The right, so Pastor
1: was talking about a very important subject.
0: Oh, you didn't inter- want to interrupt mm-hmm.
1: Pastor. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, you'll interrupt me, but you won't interrupt the pastor. All right.
1: Uh
0: huh. Hi, listen, folks. Well, I beat up Amelia during this commercial break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, Max, what's going on? I'm X, and from this moment on, I'm going to be your own personal AI DJ on Spotify. Let's go. Up next, I know you've been on a summer song kick lately, so I went back for some of your old summertime favorites to see if it warms you up. Next up, some of the music you had on A Lot back in 2018. Do you think of me? Walking out there. Alright, Max, let's get you out of your fields and switch up the vibe. You've been into dance music lately. I got this brand new release to get you moving. Introducing DJ, the best of Spotify made just for you on tap away. Powered by AI, delivered by me. Just wanted to start a business when something surprising happens.
2: Today I'm going to teach you how to crochet. She started crocheting like a lot. And her friends noticed. Jess, you need to sell those. So she signed up for Shopify and started building her business.
1: Yes, I love that.
2: And after a lot of hard work, this
0: happened.
1: Oh, my gosh. I just made my first sale.
0: You see, every day, hundreds of businesses get their first sale on Shopify.
2: We got a ding. And the next could be you. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life and become your own boss, build it
0: on Shopify. And we are back with Pastor Steve Kukowski. Pastor Steve is the pastor, the shepherd over Union Protestant Church at 22 Naylor Avenue, Clementon, New Jersey. His phone number is 856-896-5332. If you need counseling or prayer or advice, if you need to speak to someone that's impartial and will give you an ear to listen and a heart of compassion, Pastor Steve Koukowsky is the guy, and his number, again, Mm -hmm. 856-896-5332. And we are back. What's the Buzz America's Best Podcast? This is Prophecy Watch. Tonight, we are talking about brainwashing. Mm -hmm. This is part two of our Brainwash series, and tonight we will discuss who does the brainwashing and who's responsible, ultimately for uh, undoing the damage that so many people mm. have caused when last we left off pastor we were talking about the brainwashing in the in jesus time mm. uh, and there are it's fair to say there were a number of people during christ's time and well this is christ's time too but back when he walked on on earth um there were a number of people who said that this man is dangerous he's he's um Filling people's heads with all kinds of crazy, radical, nutty ideas, you know, that being born again, they didn't understand what born again was. You know, can you return to your mother's womb and come out again? Right. They didn't understand that. Right. That he spoke in metaphors. Correct. He did. You know? And even the term metaphor is kind of forward thinking for that time because right. they didn't understand what a parable was they didn't understand what a metaphor was speaking in you know, i don't want to say speaking in code because it really wasn't code. hyperbole is the word yeah hyperbole is the excellent way to put it and it's um exaggeration
2: an exaggeration
0: yeah what it is. and so there are a number of people even today who say mm-hmm that Jesus was rainwashing his followers. Mm-hmm. And they here's what they used to prove it. And you can't make this shit up, folks. You can't make it up. I tell everybody, every week I say, folks, if you think I'm lying, go look it up yourself. I can't make this shit up. Mm-hmm. Today, people like Joel Osteen, Creflo Dollar, people like uh, the uh, 700 Club, Mm -hmm. which is still around, by the way, Uh, without Pat Robertson, rest in peace, he's with the Lord now, uh, and I believe he is, Um, you have any number of big mega churches, and let's be very, let's just be real candid about it, okay, (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. and I'm going
0: to get in trouble for saying this, but I don't give a shit, and here it goes. They're as interested in preaching the gospel as they are of you having a third eye. Okay. Oh, yeah. They they don't mm-hmm. give a shit about preaching the gospel. Here's what they're interested in: how much mm-hmm. money can you put in that collection plate right. on Sunday? Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you tithe your 10%? Okay. Or if I you
1: know give what? so much money, Did God you know, will give you this I, or blah blah blah. Mm-hmm.
0: People who tithe, I have to tell you something. You might think that it's a biblical principle. It's not. Tithing is not a biblical principle. And we're going to do a whole show on why it's not. Um, It's some interesting information dissecting tithing in the Bible. It's not what you think it is. People misinterpret it. It's not what you think it is. We're going to do a whole show on it. Um, but here's the idea behind these mm-hmm. mega churches, and it's just very simple, Pastor Steve to forward their own agenda through financial means. That's mm-hmm. how they brainwash people. Well, well people, that people,
1: through uh-huh.
0: their finances
1: go ahead, Mel. Well, people that think that Jesus is evil, I got something to tell you he's not. Because when you have a four-year-old crying to you, begging, and wishing, and crying that he wishes he was still with Jesus up there with Jesus. i to
0: put you on the spot. Would you do me a favor, please? Yes. And, and forgive me for putting you on the spot, but I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Would you share with the audience what exactly what you're talking about? Sure. Yes.
1: Uh, when my little boy was... Well, he's not little anymore, but when uh, when he was four years old, he mm-hmm. would he would cry uh, sometimes himself to sleep because he wished he was up there with Jesus. Because he would play with all the little angels, he would be playing either soccer or football, something like that. And he missed that he missed Jesus, because he, mm-hmm. knew he yeah. was happy with Jesus, and he's like, "Mommy, why can't I be up there with Jesus when we were having fun with all the other angels?" And so something right. like that, he is not an evil man. That tells me right there because my yeah. son is the most kind-hearted soul you could ever imagine and meet.
0: You hear what she's son, saying, folks?
1: My son has helped me out so much with a uh, lot. You hear
0: I what know. she's saying? Okay, because she's relating a story from her life. Yes. Life. Okay, and Bielia opened up her a, a, a little peek into her life. Mm-hmm. she's talking about her son who is now what 20 29 years old 29 yeah. 29 well I, i'm well wow. tell Joseph if i was going to make him younger
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he would cry himself to sleep because he wished he was up in heaven playing with jesus because he missed jesus
0: yeah see yeah and this is what we're talking about folks this is what we're talking about brainwashing is a dangerous kind of thing mm-hmm. it really really is um Let's tell everybody what a brainwasher does. Okay. Essentially, what they do is this, and it's not difficult or hard to understand. No. What they do is reduce your Mm self-esteem, what's left of it.
2: Oh, yeah. Yes. I know that.
0: Yeah. They reduce your self-esteem to virtually nothing. Nothing. Been okay. there,
2: done that. I've been in there in a personal mm-hmm. relationship, mm-hmm. personal relationships. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, where I, you know, friends or someone I dated or yeah. even family.
0: And here's what happens:
2: they'll suck you the, the energy with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, here's what happens, and I'm glad you you shared that <clears throat> because they reduce what little self-esteem you have down to nothing. Mm-hmm. Here's why they do that. The idea is simple and it's as basic and as old as time itself. Yep. When you've got nothing left, you can build from the ground up fresh and clean however you want to. Of narcissists. In in that case, they're building you up the way they want you. They, the brainwasher, want you. They can control you. And more often than not, it's because they have an agenda to fulfill
2: they have to make mm-hmm. themselves feel more important than exactly and
0: 99.9% of the time they're doing this on behalf of either a cult a church an organization uh, or some kind of group that you have to pay initiation to another
1: himself it
2: could be a pimp
0: for themselves well hold yeah. hold on a second there Mm-hmm. Not not even so much that, mm-hmm. but paying initiation, not even in dollars and cents. We're talking mm-hmm. about paying initiation in sweat, tears, mm-hmm. emotion, in psychological payments.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. They can do that. Mm-hmm.
0: People don't get They don't fucking get it. Mm-hmm. Do you know how dangerous we're talking? We're, we're talking about you may as well walk around with 10 guns on you, all loaded with a hair trigger, because that's as safe as you are, okay, with a brainwasher. It's true. Okay? Yeah. You're safer with 10 guns on you, all with hair triggers. Like if you sneeze, they're going to go off. That's
2: mm-hmm. what Satan does. He plays with our minds to get to our souls. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, but here's the, the good news. The good news is that Satan is so predictable. He's only got so many little tricks to use. Right. Because God is on to them all. And if you understand God's mindset and his spirit, you know that. Like, oh, here comes another one. All right, what's he got now for me? Right, Exactly. But when brainwashing involves, like they do in the Hare Krishna's, like they do in these cults, like the Heaven's Gate, uh, the, uh, uh, the cult of Jim Jones, uh, the, mm. the People's Temple, mm-hmm. uh, uh, any number of these cults, yeah. when you're talking about numbers of people who go out and double team you, Multiple sometimes team. three or four people will work on one person. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay? And they love it. And that's they do. And you do that, then what's going to happen? You're going to have somebody so strong in that brainwashed mentality, they'll go out and, and recruit 15-20 people for you. Just, to... mm-hmm. just because what you did was so miraculous to them. They don't realize that you you were down to nothing that they were they tore you to shreds. You're not smart enough to even understand that that they ripped the shit out of you. But you feel so good because not only did they pull you down, but they built you up. You think they built you up. They built themselves up through you. Do you understand oh, what yeah. brainwashing is? It's taking your mind and scrubbing it clean. If they do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what happened. And Jim North Jones. Um, Marshall Applewhite. Remember that one, Amelia? Yes, absolutely. He was a goo- he was Yeah, a
1: They all had to wear Nike and shoes and all this other stuff. Oh, for God, they
0: cool, yeah. Yeah. Let me share some other cults with you. Mm-hmm. Scientology. Yes. Um, the, the, a lot of celebrities, right? You know why? Yes. Money. Mm-hmm. Do you know that they, they... And this is not bullshit. Do you know the Church of Scientology... Is only second in wealth to the Vatican?
2: I believe it. That's
0: the truth. And again, Google it. The new
2: religion is humanism.
0: Oh, wait. It's worse than that. It's human secularism. Yeah. Separating themselves from God's spirit. Separating themselves from God's spirit. It's all about self gratification Exactly. And and what do they call that? You know what they call that? Pastor? Narcissism. Well there's a, there's a word that they associate with that. Yeah, narcissism would definitely fit, but there's one word and it's it should be in your vocabulary. Pride, right? Nope. Satanism. Satanism. Yeah. That's well, yeah, what, that's Satan's character, right? Satanism. You know what the what the prerequisites for satanism is? Self-gratification. Yes it Self, is. Self Listen to the words, folks. Self-gratification. Mhm self-fulfillment self-pleasure self-loving well you would think oh it's great to love yourself not to this point folks not to the point of all others you know yeah Mm
1: -hmm.
0: not to the point of loving yourself to the point of cutting everybody off your family your friends your children you hear me? How, how do they say it? Can you hear me now? Yes.
2: The only time that was someone was influencing you demonically. Yeah. That's where okay. the influences come in.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and it's because and then you have to try and find yourself back again. It's gonna be hard to do it that way once yes, you're so deep in it.
0: But and yeah. that's where people like me come in. Cause okay. then I had to go out, and this happened three times. And and one of these was damn near impossible. But what broke this girl, and it was a girl. And by the way, folks, if you ever deprogrammed anybody, I'll just tell you straight up right now, men are a hell of a lot easier to deprogram than women. You know why? Here's the reason. Women, and I want you to listen to me carefully. Women believe with every fiber of their being, with their mind, with their heart, with their soul. Men do not. Men believe with their mind. Very few men believe with their heart and soul. On ideals, not ideas, ideals like virtue,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: like love, Like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Selflessness. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very few men understand that. Thank God there are a handful that do. Because they're still walking around the world. Thank you, God. I'm one of them. and And I'm not saying that in a braggadocious way. I'm saying that in a very humble, thank you, God kind of way. That I have feelings. And I didn't always. I will tell you straight up. I was a mean-spirited, rotten SOB that didn't give a flying fuck about you or your problems or your cares. I didn't give a shit. I cared about me, 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 and oh, and me. Okay? Took me a long time and, and a lot of ass kicking along the way. A lot of that stems from past hurt, too.
2: And that it all be- stems from pain. <laughs> <laughs> you get to the point of not, not some true. of it it all. all been, did. Yeah, you oh, absolutely. That. And yet, yet, when the Holy Spirit yeah. hits your heart,
0: that's it. Here's what you do you build up this brick wall. Yeah. Okay. You build up this brick wall in front of you and, and, you know, and, and around you. Yeah. Okay. Keep in mind what I said. You build it up in front of you and around you. But like every wall, there's a way up, over it, around it, under it, or through it. And God will find a way to do one or all of the above. You got it. You understand? He breaks our heart. And when he broke my fucking wall down, brother, sister, listen to me, careful. Mm -hmm. It came a-tumbling the hell down. Amen. All right. So let me tell you what happened here. I was living in Las Vegas. I mentioned it last night a little bit. I was I had to deal with a woman named Ariana Elliott, and I remembered her name. And she's out there, and it's the chances of her hearing this are slim and none, but I'm going to throw you out there anyway, Ariana, because you made it through the storm. Thank you, God. Ariana Elliott was a, a girl, 21-year-old girl, that I met in Las Vegas, Nevada, I was living out there. She came out with a, quote, traveling sales group. What they really were, were a cult that were recruiting people in every state they went mm-hmm. to.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: every state they went to, their group got bigger and bigger. And that's no bullshit. That's for real. They got bigger and and there were like seventy, maybe a hundred of them, but there was wow. at least seventy. I'm not even kidding. And they all had cars and vans because they love to travel in vans. That's where they sleep. That's where they eat. That's where they get changed. That's where they have sex. That's where they do all you know all their fornicating is in their vans. Mm-hmm. And this and I'm not making any of this up. Not a word of this. So hear me out. So this girl confides in me. She's imagine she's trying to recruit me. Okay, a wrong move. (laughs) Good fucking luck. Yeah, Uh, and C, I got a job and I got a career. All right, I'm not going anywhere. Plus, it just so happens, as God would have it, she was coming into Nevada, Las Vegas, and I was on my way back to the East Coast. I had like irony in that. Yeah, I had like two weeks to go. I had like two weeks to go. <clears throat> and I meet this girl and she says, I'm scared. I haven't, I don't know if my parents are okay. I haven't talked to them. Right. They won't let me. T-. And remember something this is a the time then not everybody had a cell phone in their pocket mm-hmm. like today. Okay. Because I'm going back a little bit. And so. She confides in me that she's with this group and she's scared and she's worried about, you know, where she's going to sleep and eat because she had not eaten. Mm. I took her to my apartment. I gave her a place to shower. I gave her some food. Uh, I gave her a place to sleep for a couple of nights. I had, thank God, I had a two-bedroom apartment. She slept in my guest room. I slept in my bed. And for some reason, I wasn't worried about mm-hmm. getting ripped off. Because all my my stuff was all over the place. You know, she could have called anybody and said, hey, come on over. We'll clean this place out. So wake up to nothing. She could have did that, but she Mm -hmm. didn't. Because I believed her. My heart believed that she needed help, and I was offering to give her help. Long story short, convincing her, even though she says, I want out of here, part of her was holding on to it. She didn't want to let go yeah. because that was like her safety net. Now here, I'm going to help her, but she's going to be out on her own again. Now she's got to find a way back to Idaho where she's from.
2: <clears throat>
0: All right. So now what do I do? I, and I just let the spirit roll. I just I did what I did. I said, look, I'll give you, I got some money. I'll give you a little money. I said, i put some money in her pocket. I gave her food, whatever I could give her, I gave her and I sent her on her way. Okay? I get back to uh to New Jersey. About I'm here maybe I'm here maybe 2 months. I'm back in New Jersey. I get a phone call. It's hard. <clears throat> back in Idaho with her parents. They accepted her back home again. Um, Her father put a very short leash on her because he wasn't wasn't having that shit again. Mm -hmm. But the lesson learned is, and it's a valuable lesson, the lesson learned is, it doesn't matter how old or how young you are. Yep. It doesn't matter how strong you think you are. We, at our weakest, are vulnerable to attack by oh. anything and anybody, right. including a guy who was in his thirties at the time.
2: Yep.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. I could have. I could have opened up myself to that attack. Yeah. But I always remember. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world.
2: Amen.
0: I got this. It's that little extra layer of I call it God insurance. My That's true that mm-hmm. layer of protection it's It is very true. true.
1: Yeah, you had God and protecting you, and he was, yeah, there, and he said,
0: but he the had hardest had- thing to do, Amelia, mm-hmm. is to get is to try to convince a woman. And it wasn't, I made it sound easy. It wasn't. It was two weeks of every day, every mm-hmm. day, pounding at her, pounding at her. You know, mm-hmm. listen to me, listen to me. I'm telling you for your own good, right. you know? And back and forth and back and forth. And I want to go, but I don't want to go. I want to go, I don't want to go. You know, it's this is the kind of fighting that mm-hmm. the battle is not physical, it's mental, it's mm-hmm. spiritual. What, Pastor, what's that famous line? We fight not against flesh and uh, blood flesh and blood, but against pr- principalities and dominions. Uh, and, and we don't fight against principalities, but okay, we don't fight
2: against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rulers of this dark world. No? Rulers,
0: thank you. I knew it was something you I yeah. got the gist of it though. No, 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 no. That's paraphrasing is fine. Yeah. I, mean, I think
1: it also too, because us women have that nurturing thing that God gave us too.
2: And I think it's that a has spiritual, war. spiritual yeah. warfare, folks. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. No. We have um, Milia. Wow, no. this was a fun show tonight. Wow. Yes. wow. Yes. I got it, man. I got. It. I hate to do this, but I'm going to have to get ready to close this show, and I don't mm-hmm. even want it to. I'd like to go on for another hour, but we got mm-hmm. time constraints. I can't do it. Um, Milia, let me bring you up here on the big camera. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody what we got coming up.
1: Well, next week on the uh, October thirtieth, we're not going to have a show other than a rerun. We're going to have you as a guest
0: show. that we're not going to have a show. We're, we're gonna gonna going to have a show. show but we're going to let me. Would you
1: be quiet? Let me finish for one. Listen to
2: her.
1: Yeah, uh, Pitbull's coming out. You better be quiet.
0: <laughs> <Go ahead.
1: laughs> no, we are going to have a show, but it's not going to be a live show. It's going to be a rerun where you're All actually right. going to be interviewed by Slasher Scotty. Yeah, okay. As you were telling everybody, You're on the roll.
0: I'm not stopping you. Go ahead. And
1: as you were telling everybody, he usually does his shows by 15, 20 minutes. But uh when you came on, you actually uh had an hour show where you actually took over the show, which is I sure hell <laughs> <laughs> did. But it's a great show, please. everyone please watch the show listen to the show on October 30th, 7 p.m. Eastern time? You will really enjoy it. It was a great interview.
0: What about the 31st?
1: We're going to have Emmy Award winner Bruce Vilanch on our show.
0: And who is nice. Bruce Vilanch?
1: He actually did uh, the um, writing for the awards shows. Am I correct?
0: He did. He was the writer of all of the Academy Award oh. shows, except except for the one mm-hmm. where Will Smith hit Chris Rock. Yeah. The the slap heard around the world. Yeah. By um, the way. I watched, I have to tell you something. I'm glad we're talking about this too. (laughs) I watched an interview today with Will Smith. Mm -hmm. He all but admitted it, that it was a plan. Mm -hmm. Without saying, you had to read between the lines, without saying that it was a plan, he kind of like wink, wink, you know, said it was, that they worked it out.
1: Oh, I don't think they did.
0: I yeah I, I mm-hmm. look you got to remember something, Amelia. You're talking to a guy that was in the wrestling business a long
1: Hollywood's time. Hollywood, Hollywood.
0: <laughs> I know, I know a work from a shoot. Mm-hmm. This was this has got work written all over it. Oh yeah. What else we got coming up in the future? What and words? then
1: on November sixth uh, and seventh, we're going to be talking up the pre elections. Will be on November sixth. So if you anybody yes. in your area that you know is going to be. If you're going to want to vote, go ahead and vote. Yeah. It's up to you, though.
0: We're going so. to be covering uh, largely um, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Florida, and New York. Yes. The, those are the four key races this mm-hmm. year. <clears throat> um, and aren't isn't
1: also the Speaker of the House also going to be one we're of all, the ones? Yeah,
0: and we're going to... They're supposed to... I'll tell you what. They're real close to naming a speaker like... In in that days, like literally days, days.
1: Yeah, they're days from it because they can't really decide because they're like a one vote away from somebody or something like yeah. that. Yeah,
0: well, the, uh, and that's kind of why they're waiting mm-hmm. because they're they're waiting for. I guess it has to be a certain number over, mm-hmm. you know, because the yeah. Democrats have so many seats, <laughs> right, and the Republicans have so many seats. Yes. The Speaker of the House is is critical. Mm. Very critical. Because that's the tie-breaking vote.
1: Yes. Sure.
0: If the Vice President votes with, she's the Democrat, if she mm. votes with the Democrats, the House Speaker, in the event of a tie, breaks the tie. Yes. The Republicans want it to be theirs.
1: Absolutely, they do.
0: You know, they're trying to keep the Democrats from controlling the House.
1: And it's, I think it's time for the Republicans to take over the House.
0: Well, yeah. And, and, and I think the problem right now is the Democratic Party is so fed up with Joe Biden, they're even more fed up with Kamala Harris because they don't know. She hasn't. you realize that she is a vice president that's done absolutely nothing mm-hmm. like I'm
1: not have absolutely nothing
0: she knows you know why yeah. she knows how to live because the the mm-hmm. vibrator in her snatch is stuck on on, so all she does is fucking laugh all the time. It'd probably be, be a far. good costume.
1: A uh, I'll get you and your little dog too. You know, uh, exactly.
0: <laughs> kind of reminds me of that, too. right?
1: And then, of course, you November seventh on Tuesday, we'll have election results as you they happen.
0: You did that too good. <laughs> you did that too good. I may have to use something else. <laughs> But another video together, an right
1: so, and then on? november 13th and 14th right. the prophecies of revelations we're going to have that on to two nights
0: <laughs> oh man that's this lady jeez <laughs> All right, folks just you see what i deal with every night
2: two
1: yeah they oh, what i deal with every night oh, exactly you said it years. yourself it you said it yourself. Stay, see God and here what I deal me. with every night. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. i know. God bless me. Two years with this. God team. bless
1: me. See, Pastor Steve,
0: speed I dial do. again
1: tonight. Okay.
0: I do. I see it. You think you <laughs> just think that you've got support from Pastor Steve.
1: I do. I have him on speed I dial. got
0: seniority with him, baby. No. I mean. <laughs> That's
1: okay. I have him on speed dial.
0: <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I know, right? I right, listen. We're going to let everybody go. Uh, we will see everyone next week. In the meantime, folks, mm-hmm. take care of yourself for Amelia Pitbull Chapman, for the Rowdy Rev Steve yeah. Kwiatkowski, Union Church in Clementon, New Jersey, 856-896-5332. Pastor Steve is available 24 hours a day. His phone is glued to his hand, so he never puts it down.
1: And Bible study um, tomorrow night 7 p.m., right or 7.15 p.m. Eastern.
0: Church tomorrow at seven fifteen yes. at Union Church. If you're in the neighborhood, come on down and say hi to the rowdy Rev and man. Love to have
2: you bring it on. And
1: we'll be and you'll be live as well, right?
0: Yes, yes, we
2: will. I'm back in action. Yes,
0: absolutely. All right, folks, take care. We'll see you next time for What's the Buzz America's best Bobcats. Good night, folks. God bless. Good God bless.